Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And thank you for joining us this morning. We're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for letting us into your homes, cars, work, wherever you might be. Thank you. So before we get too too far into our show today, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Grant me, O Lord, my God, a mind to know you, a heart to seek you, wisdom to find you, conduct pleasing to you, faithful perseverance in waiting for you and a hope of finally embracing you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, for those that are wondering, yes, that other voice on the microphone is my mother. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) So, I asked her to be on just because she is one of the liveliest people I've known. I called you a different word yesterday, but I can't remember what that was. Oh, good, good. I'm sure it was wonderful. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to have you on today because we've hosted before together in Lamb Radio Days, and it was a lot of fun. And granted, my sister Christine was with us. Right, right. And she's kind of the wild card of the family. <laughs> she's, uh, you never know what she's going to say. And, and she teaches um, at the Catholic Middle School in Yankton, and... She can't come today because she's busy teaching math. Oh, I wouldn't want that job. (laughs) But anyway, so we wanted to start off with you, Mom, as my first guest. And you're going to co-host with me for the whole morning. But you're going to be my first guest. And I I thought it would be a good time to talk about religious articles and different sacramentals that we tend to grasp onto and kind of your story of how you got here to manage the store in Sioux Falls. Um, so give a little background about yourself for the listeners. I um, was a member of the Cathedral Parish in Rapid City for 45 years. And during that 45 years, um, I worked at the parish three different times. And so I have lots of um, religious ed background um, that helps me help people in, when they come into the store. And I, um, during the last 12 years, um, I had lots of days off because I worked lots of weekends. And so I started working at the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. And yes, because you wouldn't want to take a day <clears throat> off and actually take a day off. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so um, I started working at the Mustard Seed, and it was... Um, very rewarding because you never knew who you were going to see and what they were going to ask you about when they came into the store. Um, Some days it would be all exciting. It's First Communion and all the little girls are coming to get their stuff and they're so beautiful and cute and sweet and oh, they want something so special. And then then, um, the next person could come in and their mother had just died and they want to buy a rosary for her funeral and and you, you know, it's just such a solemn 
time and you want to be there to help them and help pick it out and and be part of of the healing that's going to happen you know help give them what they need to to go through the healing that they have to do so you never knew on a day if you were going to be talking about confirmation or cancer or or um uh priest ordination yoohoo go 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 you know go god and so um it's a a very emotional place to work mm-hmm. here at um our store we had we invited Dr. Bergwald to come in and teach us when we were brand new and we didn't know anything. You know, here's here's a, this shelf with 40 different Bibles. Oh, my gosh, what do we do? We don't know what yeah. what's what. So we invited him to come in and teach All us. All Catholic Bibles, by the way. Oh, yes, <laughs> only Catholic Bibles. And um, so we invited Dr. Bergwald to come in and give us uh, all, the, all the staff came in and and we went through different kinds of Bibles and what they mean and how they are. And, and don't expect us to remember because he's way smarter than, yeah. <laughs> than what I can remember. But he, trying to get to know us to see what level the employees were at, he went around and asked everybody, what's your favorite thing about working at the mustard seed? And one of the employees said, I, I cry every day. Yeah. And... He gave her a look like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Crying every day be a good thing. And she said, oh, the stories are so beautiful. They just make you cry when they come in and tell you what they're looking for. And I, and that's, that's kind of what it is. It mm-hmm. is just like crying is a beautiful thing. It's just totally a gift. And you can cry with the people. And, and I, um, I know it happens a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> we do yeah. a lot of crying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and it, cheering and you know, every other emotion that goes along. So what brought you, at one point in your life, you decided after 45 years in Rapid City, I'm going to pack up my life and move to the lovely city of Sioux Falls. That's right. East River. I grew up in Parker. I went to high school in Parker. And and my daughter with five grandchildren lives in Yankton. And my other daughter lives at my house. <laughs> no, I live at her house. Uh, anyway... <laughs> And so I wanted to be by my grandkids. Um, I didn't want to have to drive all the way across the state. And it's amazing how few times I go across the state now that I live on the same side where they do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Made life much simpler, way less gas going on. Yeah. So then, you know, it was, so then Marsha, yes. I don't remember how this actually got started. Yeah. We were just people um, when... Um, Hurley's left, and there was no Catholic store. People would come into the Rapid City store over and over and over. I mean, you just heard it every time it was somebody from this area. We need a Catholic store in Sioux Falls. Please, please, please. And so when I was getting ready to retire, my kids tease me that I flunked retiring. Totally. Uh, Yeah. And so um, when I was going to retire out here, I don't know how it ended up really happening. It's just one of those things that the Holy Spirit took charge of, and here we are. Marcia um, was friends with Bishop Gruse, of course, and she asked him if he would call Bishop Swain and see if anyone was um, starting a Catholic store in Sioux Falls, and Bishop Swain said not that he knew of, and he's... Um, he said, well, would you welcome Marsha to open a store? And he said, absolutely. And um, the rest was history. We And a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did lots of trips out here looking for the perfect spot. And, and, uh, and then the bishop came and blessed our 
grand opening. It was mm-hmm. wonderful, and and the people of Sioux Falls have been so good to us. Um, it's it's uh, scary when so many stores around the country are closing one after the other of Catholic stores to have ours open and be um, doing, doing well. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we. Um, we had a really hard time during COVID. Well, and that's one thing I wanted to ask you is that during COVID, you already put in a lot of hours at the mustard seed. You work nine to six, Monday through Friday, and nine to five on Saturdays. <laughs> oh, don't remind me. <laughs> so <laughs> I always tell people if I'm not working with the radio, I am here at the mustard seed, and that's usually on Saturdays. So our lives are very busy at this moment. And During COVID, it was a really tough decision whether or not to stay open or not. I mean, it was just like constantly we were asking ourselves, what should we do? What should we be doing? And during that time, once we were getting towards the end of everything being shut down, you had a thought, and it's a thought you've had before, but the thought was that this isn't just a store. No, no. It ha- it has to be your your um, vocation or your mission or your purpose, and um, I don't know. I it's um such a beautiful thing to be someplace where people at the celebrations of their life are are um, seeking God to be part of their celebration, and then. To buy the things like the First Communion veil or the rosary or the Bible or or, um, what other special things that they want to be part of doing that. You know, when you hear priests and they talk about how you get to be part of, you know, marriages and weddings and baptisms, it's kind of the same feeling that we get being here because you get to be part of so many things. And if we build a safe place here for people to come... um, then we will get to share those events. And what were you hearing from customers that came in during COVID when it was at its highest peak, when everything was shut down? They were so um, so trying to build prayer spaces at home and so wanting, um, you know, watching Mass on TV and then they needed to have candles and they needed the things that, that would make it feel more like church since they couldn't go to church and, and they... We're just so excited to be able to come someplace and talk to people about church because they couldn't go to church and to be able to talk about the things that they missed and how they're going to cry the next time they get to go to the Eucharist and and how um, life just seems to be dragging so slowly when they don't get to do the things mm-hmm. that nurture them, you know, except on TV and and how the presence of being at Mass is such a huge part of their life and they were missing it drastically and some of them still are they're not feeling confident enough to get to the to get to mass and they're really looking forward to getting their shot so they can yeah (laughs) the vaccine so they can go back to mass but it's been um it's been very very hard on people to be at home by themselves and and uh, missing their community absolutely so we're talking today with my mom, Linda Baldwin. She is the manager here in the Sioux Falls office, or the Sioux Falls store of the mustard seed. Um, and she's also going to be my co-host today. I thought it would be fun to have my mom co-host with me for a day. Um, and we're just talking about uh, the mustard seed and everything that's been going on, how it got started here in Sioux Falls, and then 
how it looked during COVID, and COVID's still in full swing. Um, but just sharing those moments in people's lives, we've been talking about that. Um, we only have a few minutes before our first break, and when we come back, I want to talk more about why it's important to have religious articles in your home, what they're used for, et cetera, et cetera. But first, I want you to share a story with us, because I had you come with stories. So we're talking about the experiences you have with some of your customers and how the Holy Spirit really is very alive in this store. Can you give us an example of that? Well, one day a lady came in and she wanted to buy um, faith tokens, little little things that you carry in your pocket. And we have, you know, all sizes and shapes and, and designs of that kind of thing. And she was telling about one that she had bought for a co-worker who was being deployed and she um, had it blessed and she gave it to him and when he came home he told her about how every morning he would get up and take that token off of his nightstand and say a quick prayer to God to bless him for the day and put it in his pocket and he kept it with him all day and when he would get scared he could feel that token in his pocket and he told her of all the incidences that happened and how he just felt like his guardian angel and the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus, everyone that he prayed to, were protecting him um, from things that were happening around him and how he came home and had just so many narrow escapes of, of really horrible things happening. And we were talking and, and both of us pretty excited and so everyone in the store could hear us talking and another woman came over and she said, this sounds an awful lot like my brother. And these two women were both from out of town, from two different towns. And she said, well, what's his name? And it was to have two women in the store who knew someone who was deployed, who could tell the story of these faith tokens that he had taken with him. And it's just like, that is so exciting. So then we're all crying, you know, that, that that's how we end up crying in the store. And so then everybody's crying and all the other people in the store are just like, what, what, it's you know, wrong with these people. <laughs> yeah. but it's so, um, now, how on earth did those two women end up at the store at the same time and tell the story and then get to hear it? God wanted people to know um, how our faith really is alive and how it really does help people and how praying in really scary situations really does work and mm-hmm. that, that we can can help each other do that. Yeah, we you can. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, it's time for our first break of the morning. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed. We're going to talk more with Linda right after this break. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. 
We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. It's me and my mom today. Woohoo! <laughs> So we were talking about the mustard seed and kind of how it got started, how a Catholic bookstore here in Sioux Falls got started, and what it means to the people in the area. And so I wanted to spend the second half of our time together talking about sacramentals, what they are, how people can use them. I think people tend to um, think of sacramentals as like two things. The Bible and the Rosary. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yes, absolutely a thousand percent. But there's so much more. There's so much more. Right. And sacramentals um, really are anything that you're using to help you further your faith life, something that helps you remember that um, it's time to go to prayer, something to help you remember that God is in charge. And, and um, when everything seems to be going astray, I... It's, it's, um, it's time for me to head to my rosary. It's time yeah. for me to head to... What are some sacramentals that you use personally, Mom? I am, I am a huge metal person. I love the medals that I wear um, around my neck, my miraculous medal, my crucifix, and my Padre Pio. You know, it, it just um, reminds you, you know, Padre Pio... Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. You know, when you're doing when you're um doing something that's scary or whatever you you need to um I'm clanging my medals. She's clanging her medals. I'm waving at her. <laughs> okay, okay. Um and um rosaries, I love rosaries. Oh my gosh, rosaries are just so fantastic. Um and and uh, and we had a, a little boy who was um like first and second, first or second grader, and he was just devastated. His grandpa had died, mm. 
and he wanted his grandpa's rosary. And he was from a very large, wonderful Catholic family, and he was way down the line of who was going to get this rosary. And he was like your typical little first-grade boy. He was on his third pair of mittens for the year. He kept losing him, so we're not (laughs) giving him Grandpa's rosary. And he was devastated, and he just was inconsolable, you know, just crying. Here we are, crying again in the store. And he wanted his Grandpa's rosary. And there was just nothing you could do. And so I've thought about it so many times that what what should we have done that day because we didn't help him. Um, he just left devastated because we didn't have a rosary exactly like Grandpa's. And um, I've thought so many times about what made that rosary important. And it wasn't that the beads were a certain color or a shape or a size. It was that they were in his Grandpa's hands And it wasn't that he was just sitting there holding him that made him important. It's the prayers. And everyone in the family knew, they knew with their whole heart that if you ask Grandpa to pray, that the prayers are going to just go out on those rosary beads. And you know that he's not going to give up until Mm -hmm. he's stormed heaven for whatever the purpose is that you need. And that everyone in the family can trust Grandpa and those beads. And so I've I've thought about it a lot that we need to teach our kids, now you need to pick your favorite rosary and you need to start storming heaven so that when this little boy grows up, his sons are going to see him storming heaven with this rosary and they're all going to want to grow up and have a rosary like dad's and his grandkids are going to see grandpa sitting in the chair. Um, I know my own grandma every day after lunch she sat in the rocking chair and said the rosary and then whenever anything good would happen she'd say grammy said the rosary for you today that's why it happened (laughs) and my cousins and i we would all just go grandma takes credit for everything that happens in the family because she says the rosary every day after lunch you know and she probably it probably was her you know and we always said, yeah, we don't think she can keep track because there's so many of us whose turn it is. So she probably says one rosary for everybody, and that way she gets to claim everything, you know. <laughs> so we were ornery little kids whining about Grandma, you know. But, but if you needed somebody to pray for you, we headed right to Grandma because we knew, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that daily Mass in the morning and rosary after lunch. And so um, I think it isn't... It isn't the rosary that Grandma used. It's just knowing that she was sitting in that chair and she was doing it. And you need, we need to bring up our children knowing that you, the rosary that you say has every bit as much power as the rosary your grandma said or your grandpa said, mm-hmm. whoever you know that was the big prayer warrior in your family. And I, I still remember um, John Paul II, um, one day he was he was giving one of his... Um, audiences and he said the only bad rosary you've ever said was the one you didn't start and I I just think oh my gosh how awesome is that Mm -hmm. that the Pope is telling everyone pray the rosary and that was during the year of the rosary and and our the Berlin Wall came down that year I mean miracles can happen because of the rosary you just don't Mm -hmm. you just don't want to underestimate the wonderful yeah. power of our greatest tool. And so I'm, I'm a huge rosary fan. But um, also there's statues. So if you have a favorite saint who keeps calling to you and telling you that, that um, 
you are special in in uh, in their prayers to you, you know, and they always say, you don't choose your confirmation, saint. They choose you. And so if a saint <laughs> is choosing you, like Padre Pio picked me, um, then you need to to um, investigate. And, well, like, and I think it's important that it's not just your confirmation sponsors. <clears throat> Saints come and go into our lives. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and so I don't want people to get thought on, well, I already chose a confirmation saint 25 years ago. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like saints can speak to you at any time. Right, right. And and Catherine of Siena is my confirmation saint, and so, you know, I'm, I'm a rabble rouser, and, <laughs> and that fits perfect, and Joan of Arc is the other, is um, one, and then my birthday's the day after the Feast of St. Francis, so could you be more opposite, Joan of Arc and St. Francis, you know, no, you can't, but, but I love them all, <laughs> and that they is all so teach you. Me, yeah, they all teach me something else, you know. You're the lady who has bought a really nice costume so that you can be Joan of Arc every year for Halloween. <laughs> Just because you want to carry a sword. <laughs> well, you know, there aren't many opportunities in this world to get to carry swords, especially that big one. Come on, you know. So, yes, and we went shopping to renew my costume this year, and we didn't find one sufficient. So the old one is still going to have to be good enough because we just were not happy with the new choices that were out there. So you got to be fussy about these things. You, you yeah, know. it's very important. If you're going to be a dignified Joan of Arc, it's got to be right. You know, sixty-something-year-old <laughs> lady at Joan of Arc, love it. But yes, yes, yes. So my some of my favorites are, I have uh, the crown of thorns, the Sacred Heart of Jesus necklace. Right. Every day when I put it on, that's my morning prayer time. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder to me. Oh, don't, you know, because I I'm not good about it when I'm laying in bed because I'm thinking about the 15 things I need to do to get ready. Oh, yeah, and what yeah. time is it? And can I spend another minute in bed? And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. let's be honest. Quick, quick. I, can quick. Be, I can be faster. <laughs> be faster. But then it's that moment when I am putting my necklace on that I, I take that time to pray mm-hmm. and to stop and to think, okay, God, this is your day. Do with it what you will. And whatever the prayers might be for that day. Um, the other thing that I am, I'm very visual. Yeah. And so, um, like my office and um, my home has yeah. a lot of statues and pictures because I'm a very visual person. And um, that helps to remind me to pray throughout well, the day. When I walk out my bedroom door, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm down the hall from Heather. Mm-hmm. The first thing I see is a painting of. Um, St. Cecilia, and that's my granddaughter, and it reminds me to say a quick prayer for Celia. Every every time I come in and out my door, you see that picture, and that reminds you, okay, you know, say mm-hmm. a quick prayer for Celia, and, and um, it's just little things like that. And you have to train yourself. You can have all the beautiful things you want. You can have all of the great sacramentals, and if you don't pray... They might as well be football memorabilia as saint memorabilia, you know, right. because it doesn't do any good yeah. if you aren't. They're only as good as the prayers that go with them, you know. Yeah, and they are just objects. Right. Just right. like a family photo is an object. It's right. one that you hold dear, and it's one that you hold right. above other objects, one that you would grab in a fire if you're running out of the house. But in the end, it's still just an object. Right, right. And and um, it is so powerful when you can have a relationship with a saint and you can learn 
their life and their attributes and the the things that made them them a powerful saint and you can look at your life and you can say okay what things in my life can make me a powerful prayer what can make me live the life that god has chosen for me to live you know at and he's sending this saint to guide me a little bit you know mm-hmm. right now and i'm going through this funky thing that's going on over here and he's all of a sudden padre pio are you kidding i've i'm joan of arc and catherine of siena and francis what is padre doing in here well you just you know yeah. so then you have to go look and examine and see what do do a little research and and uh, dr bergwald said one day don't um read about the saints read the saints go mm. buy things that they wrote Mm-hmm. And read them. Don't just read the story. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, no. And then she was born. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And they lived over here. And then she was, you know. <laughs> no, go read the prayers and the power of of the faith that they had. Because if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And so many of them have really great things. And Google is, like, you know, full of all that kind of stuff. Go read go their read prayers. Go read the Googles. Go read the prayers that you can well, find. That's all we had time for, Mom. Oh, come on. I know. I'm still talking. <laughs> Don't you be shutting me off. <laughs> We've got Father Gregory Crane coming up next. He's going to be talking about the Know Your Faith competition. A lot of people have been waiting to hear if this is going to be happening or not. It took a long time for us to finally hear the confirmation. Yes, Know Your Faith is happening Yay! next week. So. Father Gregory Crane from Minot will be on with us to talk about what that's going to look like and how you can participate. All right, stay tuned. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after these messages. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 